Hi guys, it's Carrie. I am on my own tonight. Um, Channon is extremely busy. The baby still hasn't arrived and we're a week later and everything's healthy, going great. Um, sometimes due dates can be a little off or those little burgers do not want to come out. So I was lucky enough that having all three of my boys, I was within a week and everything went smooth and Shannon said the same for her. So we're anticipating any day that she will become full-fledged grandma. And I don't know that she's found another name yet. So we're hoping the best for her daughter and herself um, amongst everything else she's got going in her life. So I said, let me take the reins, see how we do here. And uh, you guys might get sick of hearing me today. <laughs> So I am going to be talking about karma. Um, the reason why this subject popped up is my son Gavin had a friend and the, they both had their separate cars. One of the friends got stuck doing some four-wheeling. Gavin pulled his in to help him get out of his stuck area, if that makes sense. And Gavin also got stuck. Well, Gavin tells me everything, so I think, or I hope, and he had said, hey, my car's stuck, and so-and-so's car's stuck, and I said, all right, well, come to find out, the friend had lied to the parent, and the parent blamed Gavin, so they only pulled out the friend's car and never let Gavin know anything about it, so Gavin had to have his car stuck for an extra day or two, and that's a tough lesson, um, being that he was trying to do a good deed, help his friend out, and then the, the good deed wasn't returned. And so it caused a little havoc and Gavin's like, oh, karma will get him and karma's a bitch. And I said, we need to stop right here. So you would think after all the things I go spewing through the house or he hears me having conversations with friends on the phone or just my ideas out when I do get time alone with them, that he would understand karma a little more. So I took a minute and I said, Karma is not negative. Karma is not a bitch. Karma actually is in a cycle of things that that surrounds us that we're in um, and how it works. So I'm going to kind of go over the 12 laws of karma. And I'm probably not going to make this podcast really long <laughs> due to the fact that it's just me. And I don't want you guys to get sick of having to hear just me. So, but we wish the best for Channon and hopefully this soon, the baby, we get to talk about it soon. So, um, we'll get back to the relationship things and a little side note, I'm back to dating. So, um, that just, yeah, it was, um, it was a little bit of a, I don't know. I thought maybe I would attempt this relationship thing with someone I had known for a while. Um, I'm thankful that we're friends and it's okay. I, you know, I think things fall where they're supposed to be for he and I, we just kind of like couldn't get it off the ground. And, um, just a long history there and it's nothing negative and you want the best for someone but I think that the real picture of being two mature adults is being like, you're different from me. I'm different from you. We have different needs. And so, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. So, you know, probably I wasn't ready to kind of admit that as much as I was like, 
you know, after it kind of happened with everything going down, I was like, you know what? That's right. So I don't think I'm that hard to date. And I don't think he's that hard to date. It's just the fact that two different people trying to bring two different lifestyles together. Um, you know, his is more structured and mine's more free spirited. So not that I'm hard to tie him down, but so no online dating. I have decided I'm going to spend the summer with all my friends and my family and traveling back and forth to Tennessee, um, to see my kids and my friends. And I have so many shows that I want to go to. So, you know, I just like, I know I need some great stories for this podcast and obviously the online dating brings it, but I think that I'm not in a position right now to just date one person or just settle down. Not that I don't have anything to give someone. I just, I want to be fair about it with me jumping in the car, being Miss Spontaneous. It's really kind of not fair to throw that on someone. Um, so I want to live a little more <laughs> like I've been doing and explore and um, keep the good vibes going in my life. So back to the karma, the 12 laws of karma and how they can help you. So I know we all hear people say karma's a bitch. I've already mentioned that. So, but what happens is karma is often compared to like Newton's law of cause and effect. Um, the comparison, how do I want to say it? So you help someone across the street. You have this little old lady, you want to help her across the street, and you automatically think something good's going to come out of it. So I'm going to run in this store and I'm going to play the lottery and I'm going to win because I did a good deed. So that's what we think happens. Or I did something good for them. They screwed me over. So bad karma is going to get them. It's not the way it works. So like I said, it's out of the the Buddhism, Hinduism type thing. It's karma, the word, the root word of karma, the root of the word is to do, to act. So, you know, it's not exactly the same as cause and effect. It's more circular. It Take, for example, like life and death. Cause and effect would have us think that we die because we're born. It's almost as if these two concepts can be separated. But think about that. So as though they're polar opposites, you know, life, death. But karma teaches us that life and death involve each other. Like they're connected. So they're linked. Um, life implies death. Death implies life. So... Again, feel free to go back and read about karma and look at it and where it derived from in the Buddhism world um, will help you understand. So I'm just going to touch on a couple of things because it's really weird sitting here talking to myself, but it's something that I wanted Gavin to understand about karma. And today, even at work, the topic came up and I said, wow, I just talked to my son about karma and corrected his thought pattern on it. And the coworker said, what is karma? And so when I explained it to her, she said, wow, that I really never thought of it that way. It didn't make sense. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, we need to control what's within ourselves. And by doing so, so like we can become a part of something. And 
I really want to be an example of what I preach. It's really important to me that I mean what I say and I say what I mean. And I try to surround myself with people of the same. Um, I can pick it out immediately when I have somebody in my life that they say something that maybe they're going to do and I know I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to see it within them. And I always wonder from my experience when I've done that to myself, the guilt stays hidden within me. Um, and that's hard. That's hard to put with on yourself. So always think what's coming out your mouth is something you mean that you're really going to stand behind it and stand up for that. It, it goes back to your character, I guess. So again, mean what you say, say what you mean, you know, either way, let's make sure that's happening. Um, you know, karma through Buddhism, it's like a continual of a pattern. People were always looking for patterns everywhere. I am particularly, <laughs> I, I do it every day, you know, oh, there's a pattern of some sort. So but Chan and I would both agree that this word empath, if you guys haven't really educated yourself on that word, you might want to look that up too. Um, if her and I were having a conversation, she would be bouncing off of me with a ton of things right now. So, um, But yeah, so it's just when history repeats itself, it tends to do so with like good karma and bad karma type feelings from what we see. But karma is really transcending out of cycles of your life. So even though you're living your life really well and you're doing everything for everyone else, you may never see the benefits in that in your lifetime. But you have touched someone's life that benefits from it so you may be in the store, you may be doing something really awesome, you know, out there helping on a project and someone may walk away that maybe lives in another state, another town, or you never cross paths again. Believe it or not, the way karma works with the cycle is you infectiously infected someone with something positive. So... Again, you see things on Facebook about smiling, you know, smile at a stranger. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like um, a set of values that you're, you're meant to pass on to others around you and teach them about it. So the more good people do, the more good will come from it. That paying that forward thing that everybody went through that I'm still hoping becomes a big thing again because I haven't seen much of it lately. Sorry. Um, so, you know, the people in the world, we can make a change. But let's go over the 12 rules. Um, what's happening? The 12 laws of karma. Uh, in a nutshell, karma, you know, if you plant an acorn, an oak will grow. If the oak will produce acorns and the cycle of growth will continue. Do you understand? Like, so if you plant a rotten seed, nothing's going to grow. But if you keep putting positive out there, it's going to keep growing on and on and on. So, all right, there's that. That's that little lesson. So it sounded like a circle, but I've got a point here. So the 12 laws of karma. The word law is kind of a lack of 
I don't know. I don't really like the law thing because we think of laws as like a set law of how things need to be. And Buddhism, Hinduism's a little loose on the law word. So it's, let's just say it's the 12 thoughts of karma. So the thoughts are meant to educate you to make the necessary changes within yourself, to set you on a path of good karma and free yourself from bad karma as it were. If the world around you is in chaos, it's because there is chaos within yourself. Once you're at peace with yourself, you can be at peace with the world. So I'm sure we've all kind of talked about that a little bit with someone. Um, So number one, the great law. Whatever we put into the universe will come back to us. So positive thoughts, positive actions, and it doesn't mean that every day is going to be a wonderful rainbows, butterflies, and fantastic day. You're going to get the shit knocked out of you. Things are going to happen. You are going to have a bad day. But if you can overcome things like that with the positive thought and being thankful for the day before, I promise it'll help boost you past your bad moment, your bad day. So being in the moment is so important. But again, think about what you're thankful for and gratitude, and that will help get you to understand whatever we put into the universe will come back to us. So number two, the law of creation. Life does not happen by itself. We have to make it happen. So that means you better get off your butt and be doing something about making a change in this world. So many people nowadays with everything, all the political stuff, all the women's rights, all the racism, everything that's going on, want to bitch and moan about it from their butt sitting on a couch or not getting out or how about getting out of bed, going into their job and then coming straight home. And the whole time they're negative about what's going on around them, but they're not out there making a difference making something happen. So the law of creation, we want to create something that is positive to look forward to, to offer those around us. So make a difference. Um, Number three, the law of humility. So this is a really tough one. We must accept something before we can change it. A lot of times, I have witnessed because I've been with people that may have had a substance abuse or failed in their relationship or failed raising their kids. Um, We must accept something before we can change it. So humility is such, it's hard because I think that when people are trying to recover from something and my personal experience is I knew someone that had an opiate issue and they were fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. And they wanted so bad to feel normal. They wanted so bad to get past what they were dealing with. And so they took all the right steps. They went to counseling. They sought help. Well, what happened was they started feeling really good. They felt awesome. At the same time, they were feeling awesome and good and could see the light at the end of the tunnel. The guilt came on. And humility of just feeling like all of a sudden they were hit in the face with what they had done and let people hurt. 
Um, they had hurt people. They had lied. They had stolen things. All this started to happen. Well, I think that's where relapse happens. Um, and I'm not that educated. I don't have a PhD on it. But I think that sometimes when people self-medicate through the hell that they're going through in their mind, they get to a point where they want to break the cycle. They've broken the cycle. They're healthy. They're in a state of return. And then wham, bam, they wake up one morning and they've had a dream or someone's brought up something from their past. Um, and then it sets them back because they just, even though they've accepted something that they've done, um, it's still within them that they're still fighting it. And sometimes it's easier to regress and go back to what they know best than to move forward um, past and get through the humility and the guilt stage. So, you know, we've got to accept it before we can change it. And then you got to keep going on. So, all right. So the law of growth, and that's kind of where that goes next is number four, the law of growth. By changing ourselves, we change our lives. So again, if you're changing yourself, then you're changing your life, your thought process. Again, with you know, wake up in the morning, have intent, go after your goal, go after if it's just to get someone to smile back at you, do that. You know, this can be simplified by little baby steps. You don't have to come out the gate, this raging change person that, you know, wow, I'm here. It doesn't have to be that way. You can do little baby steps. I just made a post the other day. It is nine years into my self-awareness. So, I got divorced in 03. Um, I was on my own. And after being married 10 years, I probably wasn't the best mom. I was so selfish. There were so many things I was doing wrong. Um, you know, I didn't feel good about myself because I didn't know where I was going to be. All I knew was being a mom and being a wife. So it, it was a huge shock to my system to know how to act and be. Um, but I wanted to change. And it took year after year in a setback here and there to just start understanding who I was and what I wanted for myself and my desires and my passions and my growth. And I had a bad relationship in the midst of all of it. Um, you know, I've been lucky to have the most brilliant people around me to work with. So, and I had a mentor, um, that helped me through a lot of it. So, and that's what I think Chana and I are trying to do is reach out to everyone and kind of get on a path. Um, I see 20 year olds coming out the gate and they're more educated on these subjects than I am. So I'm a little jealous, but I, I just think it's where you've leveled up in your life and, um, your thought process and what you want for yourself. So, and like I said, we keep saying you do have to be a little selfish within yourself to be able to have some growth. So by changing ourselves, we change our lives. Number five, the law of responsibility. We are responsible for what happens in our lives. <sighs> That is true. And some people say, well, that happened to me. I can't help it that that happened to me. You know, our self-awareness, again, we have a gut instinct and we're responsible for what happens around us. So <clears throat> everybody has like that three foot space around them. Um, and yes, I just sat here with my arms flapping, making space. Um, and my cat's looking at me like I'm crazy, obviously, but <laughs> we all have this personal space because that's what we know. And so what happens in that personal space is our responsibility, how we treat people, how we look at life, you know, our thought processes. It, it's all, are you guys understanding the 
where I'm going with this, the cycle of this and the clarity of everything, um, it all goes hand in hand. So the law of responsibility. We are responsible for what happens in our lives. Let's just go on to number six, the law of connection. So the past, the present, and the future are all connected. This is where when I read number six, I immediately went back to like 2004, 2005, I went to a Hallmark store and there was this gorgeous brown card with the writing on the front of it in gold. And I kept thinking, why is that striking me so much? Why am I so drawn to what this is saying? I picked it up and I bought it. For the longest time, I had cut it off and I, I, I carried it in my car. Um, I had it on a pin board uh, where I worked, anything. Um, but I'm going to read it to you because maybe most of you have heard it, but it's really important to me and I really think it brings things home. But what it says, it's, it's from a Native American, um, Chief Seattle. It's, let's see here, he passed away in 1866. So, but what he had said, and this is just a little portion of this huge speech he has, um, but feel free to look him up. It's Native American Chief Seattle. It's on humankind has not woven the web of life, but we are one thread within it. So look that up, but I'm getting ready to read it. Humankind has not woven the web of life. We are but one thread within it. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. All things are bound together. All things connect. So by reading that, it goes back to the Buddhism theory of the law of connection, the past, the present, the future, all connected. So I just thought it was pretty cool. Um, number seven, the law of focus. We cannot think of two different things at the same time. I don't know about you, but when you're a multitasking mom, don't you feel like you can think about thousands of things? Um, I'm more kind of focused on one or two at the same time. <laughs> and I think Shannon said she had many tabs open, which I mean, she probably does. So with all she's got going on. So think about that. We cannot think of two different things at the same time. The law of focus. So yes, stay focused. And I really don't have any more to say about that law. <laughs> I'm I'm not doing well at that one. So we'll just pass that one. The law of giving and hospitality. Our behavior should match our thoughts and actions. So that goes back up above <laughs> the law of giving and hospitality. It goes back up. Let's hear number four, number three, number two, um, number six. So you can see how they all are interconnected. Um, our behavior should match our thoughts and actions. Again, it is so important to surround yourself with people that mean what they say. When you put yourself in a situation with people that speak a lot of bullshit and never follow through, and you're the one staying aggravated all the time because of it, you need to move on. You need to bring it up and say, listen, you talk a lot of game, but you don't have a lot of action. So we all have people like that in our lives. And, um, I, but I got to say, fortunately, I feel like I've kind of cleansed that out. Um, I know that Chan and I had a conversation recently about 
Actually, it was just Sunday. Her and I talked on the phone, and um, you think we'd get enough of talking to each other, but we bounce stuff off each other a lot. And, uh, you know, when people go through a change and they're going through understanding how life works for them and the cleansing process, you lose people in your life. Um, that's a hard pill to swallow. It's really hard to understand because you've become comfortable with them. You don't want to hurt them. But sometimes you, again, you've got to be a little selfish. You've got to do something for yourself. Um, you can't live on everybody's opinions. If you're doing that, you're selling yourself short. So again, you know, make sure that you surround yourself with people that mean what they say. And, um, and you do it too. And maybe they can learn a lesson from you. Number nine, the law of here and now. We cannot be present if we're looking backward. So I know I said earlier you know, if you get in a rut to kind of be thankful for what you had yesterday, um, because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, so maybe that's a double-edged sword with me. We cannot be present if we are looking backward, but I'm also grateful for what I've been given and how I got here. So the relationship that I was in that didn't feed my soul very well, fed my soul in so many ways and another area that I was able to kind of find myself. Um, so I'm thankful for that. But do I want to look back at the negative of it? No, I feel like I can look back at some positive aspects because I feel like I'm living those aspects of it. So yeah, double edged sword on that one. <laughs> Nobody wants to be living in the past. Like if you're starting a new relationship, you don't want to bring the past with you. Um, because what's that going to do? It's going to hit you in the back and it's going to fall apart for you. So be in the present. I still struggle with being in the present. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm a planner. I already know what I'm doing. My August is booked. <laughs> I'm like, I've got a show the first weekend. I have off the second weekend, although there's a show out there when I go to. The next, that third weekend, I have a show, another festival, and then um, the fourth, I'm doing the whole Umphreys run, so, which Umphreys McGee is how he came up with the Oh Girl Remind Me with from the song Remind Me, so just throw that back out there. Um, so yeah, I am already like prepped for August, and I'm thinking, crap, I still have camping to do in Tennessee, blah, 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 and sometimes I forget that my day is right in front of me, and <laughs> I appreciate every moment that I'm breathing and what's going on at the time. But yeah, I'm always way ahead. So I need to work on things myself. Number 10, the law of change. History repeats itself until we learn from it and change our path. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> so if the same negative things happening over and over and over, and you're not learning a lesson from it, um, I don't know. I'm guilty of that too. So yeah, I would say that I kept going back to a relationship because I wasn't learning my lesson. And I thought, oh, this is what I want to do. And I have this forgiving heart and the same negative thing kept happening to me. So yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, are you challenging yourself to see if it gets better? Yeah, I mean, but you can't change someone else's pattern. You can only change your own. So I do feel like a lot of times history repeats itself um, it, because, damn it, you need to wake up and see what's going on. So every time I went back, I learned something more about myself. So 
I was learning lessons. And at this point in my life, I literally try to take anything that negative happens to me and turn it into something positive. Um, And like I said, not everything's rainbows and butterflies. I get that. Nobody can live their life like that untouched without drama, trauma, you know, chaos, something. But try to take something positive away from every situation. So the law of change will take something positive away. The law of patience and reward. The most valuable rewards require persistence. So again, like I was saying, people that are trying to rise up and get out of something negative in their life, um, you know, the humility part of it, the change of it, you know, not looking backwards, the law of patience and reward. So requires you to be persistent. Try, 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 and try again. So the little locomotive going up the hill, try, 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 try. Um, that's what you need to conduct yourself. So, I mean, you can only feel amazing making those leaps in your life. And like a locomotive, feeling like I'm going to make it, I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to accomplish this. So, I mean, granted, you're only going to be knocked down from your own thoughts, your own negativity within yourself. So you have every chance from this moment on to reconstruct yourself and rethink yourself and get yourself into a positive aspect in your life. So number 12, the law of significance and inspiration. Rewards are a result of the effort and energy we put into it. So overall, number 12 just wraps this whole thing up. So when bad things happen to us, we shouldn't think of them as punishment or bad karma. I hope I cleared up this thing with karma a little bit. Again, I encourage everybody to go back through and, you know, think about what I said, look it up, read some different aspects of it. You might have your own take on it because when I read something and you read something, understand that we both have a different opinion of it. I just posted something um, yesterday about what I see may not be what you see it, but you may not see it as the same way. So this is, again, my take on how I feel karma works, and you might have a better one. So, And I'm open to that, um, so feel free to talk to us if you do. Um, Karma justice is an opportunity for us to learn a lesson and make the necessary changes to break the cycle. You know, you should manifest your desires and get rid of all your lackluster negative energy Um, changing our karma is a gradual process and, you know, what we do today will change our future and our lives. Um, again, we're really big on self-awareness. So regardless of whether you believe in karma, reincarnation or not, there's still some valuable lessons to be learned in these teachings and what I was discussing. So, you know, you don't have to believe in Buddhism. You could be like, oh, no, you don't have to believe in Wicca. You don't have to believe in Christianity. You don't have to do all that. But overall, your life lesson, there's so many of them right in front of you. So it's a universal truth um, that a lot of the suffering in this world is a direct a direct result of. Um, so karma's, karma teaches us to act, to do. We need to start thinking, acting, and doing good. Um you know, I'm a big Seuss fan. Dr. Seuss is amazing. Um, my kids had all the books and to this day, we still read these in our classrooms. We celebrate it. But the Lorax always said, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. 
So that's one of my favorite little sayings from that. But I hope that I helped someone today on my own. (laughs) Without Shannon, I miss her. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. And um, sorry if I talked in circles. Can you imagine doing a podcast on your own? It's a little weird. So, um, And hopefully that Gavin will continue throughout his life remembering the conversation he and I had about karma and um, and changing ourselves and, and how we think about things. So, um, you know, there's just a lot to do with change and, you know, and being honest with yourself and change can be scary and intimidating and uh, we get too comfortable in the, you know, our comfort zone and some people out there, and this is like, I've talked before, I have a hard time understanding. Some people might even say they don't want to change because frankly, it's not about anybody else. It's about them and they like who they are, you know, and it doesn't feel right trying to be someone else that they're not. Um, you know, but why doesn't change feel right? You know, the reason why it doesn't feel right is because we're like creatures of habit. Once we get out of our daily routine, it starts to feel uncomfortable and weird. You know, it's like riding with your left hand when you're a righty. Um, it feels weird and uncomfortable and you just, you want to go back to your old habits. And I think when her and I talked about doing this podcast, we had so much in our own lives that we've gotten through, gotten past, um, that we just really hope there's someone that takes a minute and understands where we're coming from and, and wants to make some necessary steps in their life to help someone else, like pay it forward, pass it on, start your own podcast, you know, be creative and, and make someone's day, your coworker or someone you're living with in your home, your spouse, your kids or something. So again, thank you guys. And uh, we'll continue this again next week. And um, hopefully we can get Shannon involved soon. So, all right, guys, thanks. Have a great night.